Okay, real quick, if you're a business owner that wants to stand out in the market and expand your custom base, I'd love to send you a copy of my free ebook. Visit our website at danielleclark.uk to get your copy now or follow the link in the show notes. Welcome to Build Better Brands. I'm Danielle Clark and this show is here to provide insights, techniques and strategies to help you establish a better brand with confidence and clarity. We're on a mission to help as many people as possible start and build stronger brands so they can create happier, healthier lives for themselves and those around them. Welcome to Build Better Brands. This episode is a bit different as it's a recording of a live webinar with Victoria Jankarova, a personal brand manager who helps founders in the creative spaces leverage their LinkedIn and brand themselves as the go-to experts that they are. In this live event, we talk about how you can start creating your brand strategy for 2024 and beyond, how to get started, as well as giving you those all important actionable tips so you know exactly how to implement and start creating an impact. First of all, um, Daniel, how would you even define branding? What is branding? (laughs) That is the million dollar question, right? (laughs) I get asked that question a lot and um, I wish I had a pound for (laughs) for every time. Um, someone asked me that. So branding isn't as complicated as as I think people make it out to be. But one of the key things that I always try and say to people is it's, you know, when we're talking about branding, it's there's a broader concept of branding beyond just the logo. Branding is, it's like the sum of every interaction, every tactic, everything that you put out into the world Um, It's a sum of all those interactions that then create this perception of what the company is and what it does. So it's all about interactions and perceptions that that people have with your company. So branding isn't, it's not actually a physical thing. You know, it's, it's the meaning that an individual attaches to your company to your organization or sometimes even to you awesome like you really summarize that basically i also like to explain branding as something that people recognize so if people see a brand your brand colors with no matter whether it's your personal brand or whether it's your company brand it's still something so there's might be brand logo might be a brand color but at the same time doesn't have to be it can be simply a messaging so if there is a message that people recognize and automatically link to you that is also branding that is also the fact that they recognize you you know i like to think also of branding as a reputation so what people think or say about you the strongest brands are brands that are emotional so when that wake up a feeling so when someone is talking about a brand or see as a brand it's something within you sometimes it can be happiness sometimes it can be excitement those brands are the strongest brands yeah it's about this emotional 
connection that we have with brands. And, and that's why I said at the start, you know, it's brand is the meaning, the feeling you attach to that organisation. And, and it can be a little bit of a scary thing because what it means that is as much as we all try, that we don't actually own our brands. Okay, it's, yeah. it's in... It's in people's feelings, it's in people's emotions, it's in it's in their minds, it's in their hearts, it's in their guts. So that's brand and this is where branding starts to come in because branding is an attempt to attach, to kind of manage that meaning. You know, you talked about logos and colours and visuals and things like that. That's where you bring together all of those things to go, okay, this is this is who we are. This is what we stand for. And you try and continuously kind of reinforce that message through through different means, through visuals, through sound, through imagery, through colour. You're designing all these different interactions so that people expect a certain thing and they know what they're going to get. And also so that people can remember you. You know, when we think about... I saw this... Um, a post recently about the thumb test so there was loads of different brands and they basically covered the logo with with their thumb and the idea was if you were to do that with certain brands you'd still be able to tell what the brand was you know mm-hmm. brands like coca-cola brands yeah. like mcdonald's brands like apple because yeah. they've got so many other attributes so many other parts of their identity that are recognized not just their logo that's a power of brand right if um yeah if coca-cola decided they were going to open up a clothing store you can already imagine what that would look like oh yeah absolutely you You said it and i was already like in my head imagining "Mm, that would be a lot of bread (laughs) and this and that automatically yeah that's the power of a brand and that's whether you know that's how you know whether you've actually got a brand or yeah. just a logo, people get this imagery, This they already have a perception of what that's going to be like because they've seen so much of you put out into the world that you're, you're, you're recognisable, even if yeah. your logo isn't there. Yeah. Talking about this, I also like to talk and educate my audience on the fact that branding you have a brand, whether you already manage it intentionally or not, you already have a brand, by whether it's a personal brand or a company brand as well. So no matter if you actually go out there and like if you have a logo already or not, you already have a brand. So what's your take on this? Someone famously said, you know, what do, what do people say when you're not in the room? Oh, yeah. We all have distinctive features, attributes. There's associations that people have with us that they'll think of when they think of us. Some of them we might like, some of them maybe not so much. But then I always go, actually, what, what people think about you isn't isn't any of your business in, in that respect. But, you know, we all have a brand, you know, the way we look, the colours we wear, the way we sound, the things that we like to do. When people think about us, those are the things that, that they're going to think of. And it's, it's it won't just be one thing. There'll be an amalgamation of different things that make up our brand, our personal mm-hmm. brand. And it's literally who we are, you know, who we are, what we do, what we care about, you know, our values, things like that. Yeah. Um, 
and to an extent you can you can impact that you can change the perceptions that people have about you and sometimes it's that stuff that that people remember more than than your name you know it's it's happened sometimes where you, you're trying to describe someone and you've forgotten their name and you'll be like oh you know the guy that the guy at work that's always buying the biscuits or yeah, the, the lady at work that's always singing and then they'll go, oh, yeah, 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 that's it. just wanted to say there is a really popular saying as well. People remember how you made them feel. They don't remember what you said, but they remember how you make them feel. So that was kind of an addition to what you mentioned earlier. And now if we were to talk about so the importance of branding, I see so many people just neglect their branding and they just left it there. They think um, when we are talking about personal branding, they think that posting on LinkedIn or Instagram, some colorful carousels, you know, to add some colors to their brand, that that's branding and that's it. You know, they're posting, they have colors, they have maybe a logo and I, they have a brand. So why is the brand so important and how, do you actually brand yourself? First question, why is a branding important? Okay, let's start with that. So brand is important because, and I always say to people, think about when you're buying something. I mean, we can do it now. So Victoria, think of the last thing that you bought. It was definitely shoes. <laughs> okay, okay, shoes, right. Everyone needs shoes, right? We yeah. all need shoes, so we're going to buy shoes but what was your process first for wanting or or needing a new pair of shoes definitely was I needed something comfortable I moved recently to a city so I needed something I'm comfy enough to walk around do all those 10,000 steps a day you know (laughs) (laughs) and I wanted them to look good as well and I wanted Mm. them to last when we're thinking about things that we need, it's it's always to solve a problem that we have. Yeah. Okay, so your problem was you needed new shoes because you've moved to an area and you know you're going to be doing lots of walking. You want to be doing lots of walking, which is obviously really important. We know it's important to be moving around. You want to look good. Of course you want to look good. Who doesn't want to look good, exactly. right? <laughs> and you want them to last, right? You want quality. You want to know that when you're walking around, your feet aren't going to hurt. They're not going to fall apart after, exactly. you know, a couple of weeks. So already you've got, you've got a pain point. You've got a problem and you're looking for a solution to your problem. Okay. So what was your next step then? What was the next thing you did? I'm pretty loyal, especially with like sports shoes. So that was automatically checking Nike website and buying from Nike. (laughs) And why Nike? Why Nike? I think it's because one, I grew up wearing Nikes. I never really liked the Adidas styles. And so that was like big between Adidas or Nike at that time. So I went always to Nike. I love their marketing, love what they're doing, love their movements and yeah so I think I think it's really very much about the loyalty like I know if I need something related to sport it's Nike like automatically and and see that's the thing you've already got this loyalty to a brand that you've been aware of for for many many years since since a child right and that's the thing you've got this immense amount of trust with with Nike yeah and that's the thing about the importance of brand right when you get it right and you do it consistently 
and you put out quality products or service services that people know are going to solve their problems that they know that once they buy it it's not going to let them down and and you continuously reaffirm that that builds trust yeah that then builds loyalty and also recognition and that's the thing when you don't pay attention to branding you lose those things you lose all of those things that's why it's so important i completely agree this is actually really really good exercise like for to get people think about the fact like why are they buying or like what is that what is it that they are buying in the first place to be aware of the fact that even you buy something or from somewhere where you trust where you like what they are offering and at the same time that something that you're really happy you know to invest in you know it makes you happy buying new shoes made me really happy (laughs) so all of that it's almost like the ticks that you have to do with your branding and have that so making sure that you cover all of these creating a trust creating the excitement as well around buying because i mean so many people are just so afraid of sales but the person behind that, you know, the person you are selling to, they, they're getting excited. They're yeah. investing into yeah. something new. So get them excited. Give them reasons to be excited for that. Make it recognizable, you know, create mm. that loyalty. Be, be the one to stand out, you know, find the things that are unique for you or like that are specific for you and that make you you or your brand or your company, you know, um, specific or like unique. And leverage on that, those, you know. So mm-hmm. it's very much about that, like looking for the things to stand out and looking yeah, for the things. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to also say about the importance of branding, why branding is so important, why we like why we do our job, why we exist, why we are trying to encourage people to really get into the branding and really manage their brands intentionally is the fact that if you don't manage your brand intentionally, you don't really have any power whatsoever to affect what anyone is thinking, seeing, or feeling. You have no power on affecting anyone's person. You have no power on kind of promoting yourself as well. So by you not managing your personal brand intentionally, you're just leaving it in the air hoping for the best you just yeah. it's just there but you're not doing anything to make it better or worse it's just there you don't know what turn it might take so branding is really important from the perspective of if you take things into your own hands and you start creating the picture that you want your ideal clients to see that's when the changes happen that's when people start noticing you that's when the people start okay let's check out i don't know She's using this green or this purple. That's my favorite color. Have a, let's have a look. Maybe she's losing, in, using interesting logo or maybe, okay, this story really resonated with me. Let's check out more stories, more of their brand stories, why they exist, how they started, what's their purpose, what's their mission, values, all of that. So making sure that you really put yourself out there and take action with your branding you are automatically in charge of what people see, feel, and how how they feel about you. And I think that brings us on to 
the next point, doesn't it? Yeah. The urgency of, of <laughs> taking action now. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Daniel, in the past month, how many people have you spoken to that they really needed branding, but they just weren't sure if now is the time? <laughs> plenty, plenty. There's always going to be things that are going on in your life, in your world, whether personal, whether business. There's always, as, as, as business owners and as founders, you know, there's always going to be things that you need to take care of and things yeah. that you need to do. Neglecting the brand and obviously I'm going to say this, but it's so, so, you know, when we look at the organisations in the world that are doing well, none of them neglect their brand. It's something every single one of them focuses on and, and actively strategizes in order to make it better. And I think, like with many things, there, there can be fear around brand because a lot, not a lot of people understand it and they think it's this really, really complicated thing that only big organizations need or should do I think sometimes branding is put on this pedestal that I'm just a small business or I'm a, a solopreneur I don't need to think about branding it's not for me we've got brands whether we like it or not we've all got a brand a personal brand and if you've got a business you've got a brand and I think in order to give you, yourself and your business the respect it deserves, but also to be placing yourself in a position where your business is able to help more people, then you, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't take action now. I would also say to this, your branding, like this is probably the most favorite thing whenever I speak to entrepreneurs. This is the favorite reason why you should do your branding from the start and it's as simple as you make sales easier sales are not easy sales are a nightmare of almost every entrepreneur they're a nightmare for me most of the days i enjoy them but they're still not easy you know there's so many kind of reasons what we could go for probably hours talking about why you need brand and why you should take action now with your branding but the most important one, or at least I see that way, is your sales are made easy because if people recognize you, they already establish some trust. They already have certain feelings about your brand. They already set their expectations on a certain level, on something. Okay, if I work with Victoria or with Daniel or with whoever, like whoever, you know, that they see online, they know, okay, this is what their brand is. They'll automatically go back to everything they know about you. And part of that's basically your brand. So if you make it stand out and if you really put the effort in and you take action, intentional action, then they will see that exact picture. And then you can meet that. You know, you show up on that sales call or first of all, the sales call will come in, you know, because that's also... Um, a step that you need your audience to do first. You need them to book a call with you. And you could go and spend hours cold calling, sending um, cold emails, um, sending hundreds of DMs, you know, kind of meeting the people and trying to make it more genuine. But that takes time. But if you keep your branding consistent, you start taking action from the start, three to six months down the line, that branding is going to start paying off and those sales calls will 
come to your calendar by themselves. They just will appear from nowhere. And it happened to me, happened to my clients, sure happened to you, Daniel, as well. Those inbound calls that just appear from in your calendar, you're like, I've never spoken to that person. But actually you have because you have addressed them and their pinpoints in the content. So now they're just like, I'm, I'm ready to have a chat. And I know what to expect because I've seen that. And then, okay, let's, let's talk, you know, show me what you have. Show me how you can help my business. And then there's just the decision part. And they will already, if they trust you and your services, if they can afford it and a few other checkpoints, but you already win their trust. So that's one checkpoint already done before hopping on that call, before having, like, you don't have to spend hours, you know, cold calling one after another one and hoping that one will say yes. <laughs> Again, I would say to people, like, think about, put yourself in your position so again the last time you bought something what did you do you probably went online you did some research you probably you know had a look at their website have a look at their social media had a look to see okay if, if you're on linkedin if you're on this platform okay have we got any mutual connections does anyone i know know them you know, looking, looking for all of these signals that say, yes, you can trust this person. If you're not putting out any branding, you know, if you've got no social presence, if you've got no website, if you've got no advertising, people start to wonder what's wrong. <laughs> and that is so true. That is so true. If you like, if you have a presence just by you shouting about your services, yet there is nothing else to back it up and nothing else to get to know you as a person. It's like, Okay, this looks a bit scammy, you know? Exactly. And you and this don't is want what that. we're saying in terms of, of the trust, right? It builds trust, it creates trust. And gosh, maybe you, you're going to be investing quite a lot of money. You know, one of the biggest purchases I've ever made is the house and the car. And when I think about how long it took us to buy a house, you know, it took months months of looking, months of kind of figuring out what we needed, months of looking at different properties, even like picking an estate agent, you know, picking a solicitor. I think we went off a lot of recommendations, asking friends, family, who have you used? Who do you know? What's your experience been like? Always looking, can I trust these people? Can I trust these people? And it's the same. And the more that you have out in the world, it builds that trust and if you delay it, you know, the more trust you have, the sooner you do it, it brings people to you quicker, right? And and everybody, you know, if, if we did a raise your hands, if you want more clients today, everyone would put their hand up. So if you want more clients today, then why delay? And that's the urgency of kind of taking action now. And You're catching the eyeballs. That's the important one, catching the eyeballs, absolutely. whether that's with your content, with um, lives, videos. Whether it's just having a conversation, you know, often it's just a conversation mm. in DMs. And that's the thing, you know, it's it's a saturated market, exactly. you know, there's plenty of people out there that are doing what you do, doing what I do. You know, there'll be people out there that are doing what we do. It's a saturated market. So by branding, you're making yourself stand out against your competitors, which is super, super important. If you're not taking action now, you're letting your competitors get ahead. Exactly, exactly. It's it's that. And also, I also like to think of my competitors 
in a sense of they're my collaborators as well because no one is going to do the branding exactly as I will. They're, they they will they might have the same processes. They might have the same systems or similar, but they will never give it the same personality as I do just because it's me. It's what makes me unique. So my clients know exactly what they're going to get and they know that someone might do it similar, maybe worse, maybe better, but they like the way I do it. And that's a really important aspect as well to think about. Again, linking back to branding because people know what to expect from me. So even if they know, okay, maybe if I go with that agency that they're just going to get me 10 sales calls or 20 sales call book per week, perfect. But it's not going to have the same touch as maybe Victoria would have. So I still prefer to work with her and build my momentum more organically and more step-by-step, you know. So that's also another aspect of branding, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I could talk about branding all day. (laughs) All day. Because it's so powerful. It's so, so powerful. And there's often so many different problems and pain points that people have that a brand-first approach can solve. You know, is it brand aware? Is it awareness? Okay, look at your brand awareness. Is it getting clients? What's your marketing? Where are you marketing? Where, you know, what touch points have you got? Is it your messaging? You know, all of these are brand attributes that are all associated with that. And so I think any problem that you've got within your business, more often than not, can be solved with brand. And that's why when when people come and they talk about logos and things. I say, well, actually, what's going on in your business? What's your goal and what are the problems you're facing? Because as much as you think a logo is going to solve that, it's probably something else. Yeah. You know, is it customer experience? So I think maybe now would be a good time to kind of give some some actionable tips that, that people can do to actually create this, this strategy uh, for 2024. So I'm going to dive straight in if that's yeah, okay. Go ahead. The first one, the first actionable tip really is to, I always recommend this to clients, conduct a brand audit. It's really hard to make improvements unless you know where you are now. And it's all about getting a really clear, razor sharp view on your brand as it as it stands today. When you take your car into the garage, right? and you booking it in for an MOT, they will often go through a list. There'll be a list of checks and things that they're looking at to make sure that your car is good to go. And it's the same with your brand. It's like giving your brand an MOT. So I'd encourage, you know, anyone listening, anyone watching to have a look at the brand, your brand presence and start to evaluate that. So have a look at your visuals. What visuals are you using? You know, is it a mixture of photography and and illustration? Is it something else? Are these things consistent? Have a look at your messaging. So the messaging that that you use in your your content, in your posts, the messaging that you use maybe in your emails that you send out, if you do email marketing, the messaging on your website. You know, how are you talking to your customers? How are you talking to your audience? What words do you use? What's the personality or the tone of voice that's coming across? So looking at messaging is really important. 
And then also looking at your customer experiences. So have you asked customers what their experience has been like? Is there a way to get feedback? Have customers left reviews? How have they found things? So I think doing this audit of the whole of your brand presence to get a clear understanding of where your brand sits today is the first thing I'd do um, to kind of get started in terms of having having a good strategy for 2024. Was there anything you wanted to add to that, Victoria? So no, no, I think that you made a really great kind of first point. Then my continuation would be in this case, get really, really, really clear on who you're talking to. So whether we are talking about your company branding or whether we're talking about your personal brand, get really, really clear who is the target audience, who is the ideal person you want to work with. And here there is a few things I would like to add as well. is the fact that it's not just about having that ideal person and like, okay, that's the person. Make sure that everything in your branding is for them. So whether that is the color choice, whether that is choosing your messaging. So the way, try to speak the way that they would speak, address the pain points that they have, really dive deep into who the person is, get to know them. And the best way to get to know them is either for asking for feedbacks. So again, go into the DMs, ask a few questions, create a survey and ask a few people from your circles that would fit your ideal client profile. Or I've really found this useful was hopping on a networking calls, virtual coffee chats, you know, and getting to know the person in front of me. I would ask them what the person is struggling with, where are they at? My favorite question is, if I could sparkle some magic over your personal brand, what would you make? What would be the one thing you want me make? You want me to change or to do? So sparkle some magic into it, you know, and see what's that one biggest point our biggest pain point that they are having and make sure your content is always, always, always speaking to that one person. You might not go viral. You might not get thousands and thousands of followers in days or views or comments, but you will ensure that you're speaking to the right person. So definitely um, have that yeah. one person in mind who you are talking to. Yeah, no, super important. Absolutely. So conduct a brand audit, be really, really clear on your, your customer. So um, I sometimes call them like an avatar, you know, developing an avatar for, yeah, persona for your business and, and looking at demographics as well as psychographics, as well as looking at the kind of groups that they will associate themselves sometimes with sometimes people call them tribes or organizations or collective groups that maybe they share some values or some affinity with as well is is really important I think the other one as well another really actionable tip for people to take on board for next year to do now you know ready for next year is to really embrace uh, digital we've seen the rise of of AI, you know, AI is everywhere and it's been spoken about a lot. We're seeing more and more people um, using social media platforms, using video, using audio, you know, using podcasts. Digital is definitely here to stay. 
I think still businesses still haven't embraced it as much as they 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 can. Having a strong digital presence in in twenty twenty four is going to be super important. Um, you know the role of of social social media, content marketing, and having really user friendly websites that are mobile <laughs> friendly, which I still see. Those things are so important. People are spending more and more time on their phones looking for content. People want to be entertained. People want to be distracted. And so if you're not online and you're not embracing this digital transformation that's going on, you're missing a trip. So it's so important to think about your brand's online identity you know, what does your brand look like online? And when I talk about brand identity, I mean the look and feel of your brand as well as the way you communicate, uh, your values, all of those things, having that presence and getting that really clear for online, super important. There we have it, three tips. First of all, create do an audit of your brand talk to one person, get really clear on your ideal client, ideal customer, persona, however you like to call it. And third, go digital, really leverage social media, websites, anything you can online, just because that's going to create even bigger impact. Like, I feel like every year since like, I don't even know when it started, but every year it's just like, it's going to be crucial to be online. (laughs) And people just choose to ignore that. But yeah. Every year it's just more and more important to really be visible online. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's super important. And I think, you know, the sooner businesses start to do it, you know, the longer you leave it, then you're just delaying the inevitable. And, you know, when I think about, like when I started my podcast, for example, I was really, really nervous. And I was like, is now the right time? Is now the right time? And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it and figure it out. And now we're two years down the line. If I'd have continued to wait, I wouldn't be where I am now. And so the best time to start is yesterday. The next best time is today. I love that. I love that. And I completely agree. Like if you don't start, don't take action now. It's just you're just going to keep postponing it and you're going to keep losing to your competitors, to anyone out there really who took the action yesterday or today. (laughs) Well, I think that is a really good roundup and we can dive into a few, we have a few questions in the chat so we can answer those. First uh, question that Kasim has posed is, how would you measure brand success? I would kind of take a step back and go, well, actually, what's the goal? So I think it's really important to know what your goal is and then look at tactics and experiences that you can deploy that are going to help you reach that goal. So, for example, if your goal was to bring in 10 clients a month for, I'm trying to think what Kazim does. So you um, 10 clients a m- month for UX, UI design, Kazim. Say so you wanted to do that. So then you'd step back and go, okay, if that's how many clients I want to bring in, where am I going to be active? Is it LinkedIn? Okay, if it is LinkedIn, what's my client acquisition format? Is it putting out content? Okay, if it's putting out content, the way in which that content is written, designed for format, that's part 
of your brand, right? And then you'd measure the success of that brand and marketing activation piece. Because that's the thing, brand brand and marketing are, are, are kind of, people talk about them as separate things and I know they are, but they are, you can't have one without the other. And then also another good way to measure brand success is, and we've, we've touched on this a little bit already, but having a look at what previous clients and customers have said. So getting there, what are their perceptions of you as a business? How did they find you? How did they find the process of actually going through your 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 sales funnel? Yeah. You know, what was that like for them? How did they find uh, upon delivery of your products or service? Was was there anything that surprised them? Was there anything that they expected to be better or did it exceed their expectations? So also, I think asking customers, I don't think we ask enough um, as business owners and freelancers and entrepreneurs, ask them what their experience has been, been like and yeah. then you can look at ways to then improve that. Yeah. Absolutely. And I were, I'm also a strong believer that no um, metrics is a vanity metric. So that to say, no, you shouldn't focus just on the impressions that you got, like views that you got, engagement that you got, and your followers. It's not about that, or it's not only about that. You know, you have to look at a bigger picture. But in order to know if your branding is working, it's good to have a look at your stats as well to see whether more people are looking at your content or who exactly is looking in your content. So like if it's LinkedIn in particular, you have you can exactly see who are the people that check out your profile, check out the, or follow you if it's founders, for example. And then you can see, okay, my target audience is founders and founders are the top and they're the top person who sees my profile. So I'm good. But if your target audience is, let's say, um, agency owners and you see that top people is someone completely not related to your industry well then you might be doing something wrong with your branding so that's really important to know so metrics there's no like I believe that there's no vanity metrics you just have to look at them in a context another thing I completely agree with what you say Danielle it's so important to know exactly where you want to get and then decide whether your branding is or is not working, whether it's been successful or it hasn't. So that's definitely a thing as well. We Um, have another, how do you differentiate brand as an individual versus organization? I think you should go first because you are about personal (laughs) branding. So yeah let's let's hear your point of view first victoria so in my point of view differentiating between brand as an individual and organization individual it's a brand that it's all about you you and you only you are the star number one you are the person who the spotlight is shining on so it's all about you and the best way to do personal brand is to be authentically you. So that's the from the point of personal brand. When organization brand, you obviously want to take a few aspects from yourself or from the founder point of view, you know, but you want it to be mainly, you, you can create that brand, you know, that company brand 
can be created, you know, it can be put together values that might slightly differ from you. They should still feel, you know, authentic to you, but company brand can be created. Personal brand can't, or at least it shouldn't be because you are the person. You want people to see you online and when they meet you in person, you want them to see the same person. Whereas company branding is slightly different. Totally agree, Victoria. It's personal brand is literally, it's, it's, it's your personality. And I think there's, there's a lot of buzzwords and jargon around, oh, what's my personal brand? Yeah. As you say, Victoria, it's just you. Exactly. I think there's different levels to, when I say it's just you, there's different levels to how much of that you show. Danielle with my friends is different to Danielle with my mum, okay? And is different to Danielle with my colleagues, right? It's just I'm the same person, but there's a slightly different variation. There's yeah. there's a bit of a bit of a filter because of the environment that I'm in, because of the person that I'm talking to. And it's absolutely the same when you're online, okay? It's up to you how much of yourself that you show and that you share mm -hmm. and how much of a filter you decide to put on that. Whereas with a company, with a business, that is created and developed using branding, using strategy. Okay, who are we for and what are our values and, you know, what's the change that we want to make in the world? And all of those things are defined through strategy, through conversations, through development. And then you share it and you continue to share information and put that out into the world. So I think that's the difference. Last question, and we're going to cut it here after Bruno. So we have, hello, guys. How do I attract, acquire new clients for my niche, legal professionals? Should I go to the LinkedIn or email, called email? You want to attract new clients in legal. It's a new niche, okay? So you're new to this, legal professionals. So I think it's where are they hanging out? If they're hanging out on LinkedIn, then yeah let's let's use LinkedIn cold email how are you going to cold email people unless you've actually got their email address because often that's something that people hand out so I think if you do want to use email as a way to to communicate with people you've got to have a way to capture that email and that's where some kind of freebie whether it's a lead magnet or you know, free piece of training or a guide or something, you know, giving away something so that you can get their email. What is it that you are doing? How is it going to solve their problems? What problems have they got? How are you going to make their life better? And positioning yourself and your brand in a way that piques interest and, and that shows people that you are someone that they can turn to for You've not said what your service. No, you haven't said what yeah. service for. Yeah, for what whatever your service is. Yeah. So, again, it's about okay. You know, what's the goal? What's the problem you're trying to solve? Communicating that, making sure that your brand reflects that in some way, and is you know your messaging is super clear. You know, Victoria talks about clarity. It's about having that clarity about all those things, and then having a strategy. Go and go and do it and go and make it happen and, and take an action. 
thank you for listening to Build Better Brands. I am so grateful to have you tune in into the show and I'd love to thank you personally. So wherever you are in the world, remember to tag at Danielle Clark Creative in your social media posts and stories. Let us know when you're listening. We want to know what you've enjoyed about the show and give you a shout out. And if you would like to help more people like you discover the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. It's going to help us rank higher and reach more listeners. It's also a great way for us to help you with the problems your brand might be facing. Suggest a topic in your review and we might feature it and you in one of our episodes. Thanks again for listening. See you next time. Bye.